Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Nick Wilson, Dustin Fox, it is a F-Off Friday. It is a football Friday. It is a super wild card weekend Friday. I am, I am amped, dude. I'm I am so ready, dude. I'm wearing my Browns gear this morning. You got that wacko for Flacco jersey over I got, there. I, I, I got three of them. You got three Flacco jerseys. Let's just go ahead. Let's, Let's just get vibe. ready. Let's, Let's vibe. get ready. Come on, are you ready? I'm getting there. I can just tell you, this whole week it's been kind of a hurry up and wait week, right? It, because the schedule's been thrown off because it's a Saturday game, and I just woke up today ready to fight a Texans fan. Not literally, because there's like three of them. But I just woke up ready to like... I don't think... Like, Texans fans can't even be mean. I don't... Well, and also, I don't want to be mean to them. Because if it weren't for the fact that they were your first-round matchup, they're one of the coolest stories in the NFL. Yeah. That's really what this game is. This game is a matchup of two of the coolest stories in the NFL going. Uh, uh, The team that had the number two pick in the draft last year. Now they're the number four seed in the AFC, about to lose to Cleveland. And a team that started four quarterbacks this year being led by a 38- to 39-year-old quarterback. Now, I, I see that we have some Ohio State news. Keith, real quick. JT Tuimoliao. I don't even know how you pronounce it. Tuimoliao. Yeah, he's returning for a senior season. Instagram, uh, he has whoa, put whoa, on his Instagram, whoa. he is returning. Uh, that is legitimate shocking. Like, that's that's holy crap. I, I was mocked by Anthony Lima this morning on the morning show where they do not have a slogan, nor do they play a song like we just did. And that's, they never chant, do and they? And they never chant. That's They 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 have said death before chance. That's I believe that's the show. This guy, what's this guy's last name again? Uh, Chewy Molowal. Chewy Molowal. Chewy Molowal. Chewy Molowal. Chewy Molowal. Now, chanting's our thing now, too. Um, this is, outside of Marvin and Travion Henderson, this is the biggest... The next biggest return you could have. Yeah, he's first round pick. And you put him with Denzel Burke, who was their best cornerback by a, a wide margin this year. Uh, you throw in uh, Emeka Abuka. You throw in any of the other guys. Donovan Jackson. Hopefully, he'll do a better job of blocking this year. Like that's Ohio State. For anybody that the sky is falling, I will say I think you're bringing back a lot of a really nice team, and the more talent you pair with that, and maybe a better quarterback. I think it's okay to be excited about Ohio State. It is safe to be uh, excited about uh, Ohio State again. And you know what? I just I I kind of lost some of my Ohio Browns State buzz. Again. You gotta have your mic on for that. That's a good bit. Ohio State again. I think we gotta bring back the song because I just don't think it's been heard enough in this town while we're talking about it. Yeah, I was thinking a lot about this game, and it's funny because I don't think the Browns have been besmirched or disrespected by the national media, mostly because. I think this game has more been ignored because there are other 
more prestigious brands, meaning like the Browns have some level of prestige and knowledge about them, and and there's a favoritism from the national media to talk about the Browns because they know when you talk Browns, Browns fans listen. But, you know, Browns-Texans isn't the same as Bill Steelers. Uh, even Chiefs and Dolphins, because of the Chiefs' history and what they've done recently in Mahomes versus uh, who I think is another kind of favorite. Uh, the, the Dolphins, even though they don't have quite the illustrious history as you know, maybe the Steelers or maybe even the Chiefs do at this point, there's still some favoritism there. It's Miami. However, so I think that my greater point is not the, the game has been more ignored than the other th- two matchups in the AFC. But I will say, like, I don't think people have looked down on the Browns. I think it's just a classic case of no one's going to respect a team starting their fourth quarterback in a 39-year-old quarterback until you see them in the playoffs, until you see them win a game specifically like this game. And so, like, that to me is, like, that. I really got... I mean, do we count the Houston Oilers as, like, kind of like a little rivalry with the Brownies? Um, Yeah, but not the Texans. Just like the Oilers were in the division with you for forever, and it was Warren versus Bernie and all that. But like, unfortunately, that the the Oilers Browns thing just never transferred because both of these are expansion teams and they've never played in the same division. I wonder though. I do wonder if this was Browns v Oilers instead of whatever a Texan is. Um, I would wonder if maybe there'd be a little bit more excitement simply because of that Warren versus Bernie and, um. I almost said Jeff Fisher, you know, Jerry Glanville versus Marty, um, Bum Phillips versus Rotigliano and Marty just playing in the same division for roughly 30 years. But like, to me, this is the moment where the, I, I just, this is the prove it moment. And that just gets me like, I just, I'm happy for this team. I'm happy for this town and I'm ready for any hair tussling that is out there. Oh, the Browns are a nice story, right? Oh, you got a 39 year old quarterback. Any of that that exists. And guys, honestly, that's been a lot of the media coverage of the Browns for as long as the Browns have been back because the Browns have never been taken seriously because they've never been good enough for long enough to be taken seriously. And so, you know, I know there was the playoff win against Pittsburgh four years ago. That is, in in, in a way, a different team. Same coach, same Miles Garrett, same Batonio, same Teller, same um, Denzel Ward. But, like, look at the roster. This team is, with no Nick Chubb, who would have been one of the big parts of that team, with no um, – with Jed Wills and Jack Conklin not being healthy. Your weapons are different outside of David and Joku and, and Nick Chubb. Like, I think this is a moment. This just – I think this is a moment for the Browns to change how people think about them in the AFC. And I just yeah. – that really, like, that pumps like, like, me up. Here we go again. Yeah, like – well, no, no, but here we go again for the first time because <laughs> it is an opportunity. Like, even though the Browns are favorite, you you kind of brought this up. And ever since you and I had the conversation about, um, I don't see 19, any. You're really right? into this. Never heard that before. I know. It's, I'm glad that you're into it, though, because it's good. Now it's kind of stuck in my head. Um, 216-474-0092. What should our slogan be for this game or for the Browns this postseason? Because I, I don't think we we were like, here we go, Browns. No, that's, I mean, here we go, Brownies is a little generic, super something. I don't what, know. What about something in terms of the Texans? Like, you know, like. Bleep the Texans. No, it's not like, really. Like when you're in Buffalo, like they say squish the fish. Uh-huh. For the Dolphins. Um, We got to think of something. Neuter the Texans? Is that. Neuter? Is that, well, what do you do to a steer? I don't think we can say it on air. 
Chop them off? I don't know. Chop, like, like, chop off their deals? We're still working on it. I think it should be more pro-Browns than anti-Texans. Let's brainstorm this. Because it's a one, it's a one-time deal. But we will take your submissions on this. Uh, we do have Jason McCourty, by the way, coming up in about 10 minutes here. Former Browns cornerback. Uh, played for Belichick as well. Won a Super Bowl with Belichick after being in Cleveland. Um, had some time in the same division with the Texans once upon a time. But... Yeah, I mean, the mo- I just I I'm really excited for this to be the first step of the Browns proving to everyone outside of Cleveland that this isn't fluky or this isn't just a good story. And I think that's where my that's where my mind was when I woke up today. Why we decided to play here we go again for the first time in station history on on this very station on this very show. Because um, well, it's I, more of an homage to to Michael because you know obviously Michael was a legend here. He was at this it, very station. Still is. Still, oh, yes. yeah, his legend lives on. But for for you, that's where my head is with this. Where's where's your head at with it? Uh, I'm pretty pumped. I mean, when I got my Flacco jerseys last night, mm-hmm. pretty stoked. What about Super Bowl? No, I was gonna say maybe when you got that, you were thinking something like about the Super Bowl is what I was thinking about. But again, we we're coming up with it. I. Back of the fan, Nick Wilson, Dustin Fox on Afternoon Drive. It is a football Friday. As we've been talking about, the stakes are high. Win or go home. And uh, we have a Cleveland Brown, a former Cleveland Brown, to talk about this playoff game. The Browns and Texans in Houston tomorrow afternoon. We head out to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline and welcome on former Browns cornerback, also... Former Super Bowl champion, former Patriots cornerback. He's going to be part of the coverage this weekend on Westwood One. The great Jason McCourty joins us now. Jason, welcome to the show. Oh, appreciate you guys having me. Well, it's interesting. Um, it's, there's nothing like Cleveland in the playoffs. This town's getting ready for it. And I'm curious because right now there's a two-point game. According to Vegas, the Browns are two-point favorites. I'm just curious. Do you see this as being the closest game in the AFC this weekend? I actually do. This is a a fun matchup. There's so much to look at within the matchup. I think you start right at the quarterback position. You have Joe Flacco. That when you look at the picture, he has that that model look with the gray hair and the beard and the whole nine. He's 16 years older than the guy on the other side and C.J. Stroud, the young rookie who's led his team. But I do think these are two teams that have overcome a lot to get to where they are. And this is going to be the closest matchup. I think this game is going to be uh, the most fun of the wild card weekend. Now, you are younger than Joe Flacco. Does, does watching what Joe is doing, does that give you any uh, you know, flights of fancy here that maybe it's time to come out of uh, retirement and put the pads back on? <laughs> yeah, right. I wish I could do uh, what Joe Flacco is doing. I got a chance to talk to Joshua Cribbs last week. He called it Flacco fever. It's unbelievable <laughs> uh, how he's been able to come out of the car line from scooping the kids up straight on to the football field. And the fun thing when you watch him is obviously we know about Joe Flacco's strong arm. He's been one of the best deep ball throwers since he first entered the NFL. What's really cool to watch is him get outside of the pocket, running for his life and then throwing one to Jerome Ford versus the Jets and him taking it to the end zone. Him against the Texans the first time, having people all around him, all on his legs and throwing one on the corner to Amari Cooper. He's been nimble in the pocket. He's moved around and he's really looked good in this offense. So it's interesting you say this because, you know, in doing my own radio hits leading up to this, I've been asked a lot by Houston Sports Talk Radio and, you know, a friend or two on the, the national circuit about whether or not 
the Flacco magic is on the verge of running out. So when you see Joe playing the way he does, do you see this as a stroke of luck the way some are painting this, or do you see this as the real deal, what he's able to do in Kevin Stefanski's offense? I don't think you can. I mean, you can't look at him and say luck. This is a guy that was a Super Bowl MVP, won seven games on the road in the playoffs, tied with Tom Brady. Like, his career has been too good to look at him and say, oh, he's just purely gotten lucky. Thing when you watch Tommy DeVito with the Giants, you can say, all right, there's a young guy. He caught magic in a bottle, and he's running with it right now. But you can look at him and say, you know what, but there are deficiencies here or there. I think when you look at Joe Flacco, he's doing what he was able to do throughout his career. I would say the one thing that when you look at it, there's cause for concern is the amount of interceptions he's had. Now, some of them will come on a Hail Mary or something like that towards the end of the game or end of the half trying to throw it up. But Joe Flacco's taking chances. He's giving his guys opportunities down the field, and sometimes that the defense has been able to take advantage of it. But obviously, when you're on the winning streak that they've been on and he's playing as well as he has, more often than not, he's winning those matchups. So it's interesting we're having this conversation. We're talking with Jason McCourty, uh, former Cleveland Browns cornerback, and of course he's going to be on the call uh, for the Browns-Texans game for Westwood One alongside Ian Eagle and A.J. Ross. And I'm, I'm just curious, like when you see this game, when you see how these two teams match up, where do you see the Browns having the advantages? I think when you look at the Cleveland Browns and you look at their defense and their ability to get after the passer and the what I love when I turn the film on of their defense, is the way they fly around. When you look at Owusu Koromoa and Taki Taki, those guys are trying to take somebody's head off every time the ball is snapped. And as a former DB, I love watching pass coverage, whether that's a good offense being able to throw the ball around the field or in the Cleveland Browns sense of having three corner, cornerbacks that have all played at a Pro Bowl level. I think when you watched Houston last week and they played Indianapolis, C.J. Stroud was so fun to watch throwing the ball deep to Nico Collins. And every time I felt like he got the ball in his hand, he knew where that Colts defense was going to be. Majority zone, not a lot of blitzing. You're not, that's not the case with the Browns defense. I think that's one of their strengths is when you have a guy like Miles Garrett and everybody they have up front, the pressure that they put on the quarterback with as well as they cover in the back end, I think that gives them an advantage when it comes to defense. I feel like on the other side of it, for Houston, they have to find a way with Devin Singletary to be able to run the ball. That's the only way to slow down this Browns pass rush and what they're able to do. If they can hit the gaps and find ways to move people, misdirections, cut back runs with Singletary, I think that's a way to slow them down and be able to get their offense going and take some of the pressure off of C.J. Stroud. Screens, reverses, to try to slow down that Browns defense that just flies all over the field. So from the Browns' advantages to the Texans, where do you see the Texans having the advantage in this matchup? I think the Texans, when you look at the, the last game, um, not having C.J. Stroud, I think for them that's their biggest thing that you've got to hang your hat on is they're like, well, we couldn't get a lot going because we didn't have our quarterback. We didn't have our guy. And having him there will hopefully back up the defense and allow them to get that running game going, I think. On the reverse side of it, they have to try to find a way. And I know you said advantages, but I'm looking at them of the ways that they have to win this game is they have to try to find a way to get pressure on Joe Flacco. That first game, they're not a team that likes to blitz a lot and just their four. Now they were missing Will Anderson, Jonathan Grenard. So they were missed some of their guys to be able to get to him. But Flacco's ability to sit in the pocket and be able to make plays deep down the field of Amari Cooper absolutely killed him. So I expect them to be able to blitz a little bit more and try to speed up Joe Flacco. 
Now, Jason, not only do you have some experience playing here in front of uh, Cleveland Browns fans, you your time uh, in the AFC South with the Titans coincided with D'Amico Ryan's time as a player with the Texans in the AFC South. And I always love kind of stuff like this, hearing the player perspective on a guy that even though you were defense, he was defense, your team still played against each other. Did you, could you tell when he was playing, could you tell the guys that were destined to be head coaches? Could you tell D'Amico was destined to be a head coach? I wouldn't say that, just not having that personal relationship. I would say for everything that you read about him or you heard guys saying, even from those playing days, they called him Cap. So you're referring to a middle linebacker as just Cap, short for captain. And he's a guy that came in, won defensive rookie of the year, and the way he carried himself. I think that's where you say, yeah, you know what? I have no idea what he plans to do after football, but that's a guy that if he decides to go into coaching, that'll be there with him. And we've seen it. D'Amico Ryan has gotten there, and we have a rookie head coach there, a rookie quarterback, and they found a way to not only get into the playoffs, but to win that division because of the collapse of Jacksonville. So um, just hats off to D'Amico Ryan as he's been able to do and how he's galvanized that, that team and that organization where over the last few years – when we watched it go from David Culley to Lovey Smith and then that's everything that's transpired within them. And now he comes in, takes over, and kind of just balances out and finds a way to win in his first year. Jason, it's so interesting we're talking about this because it's kind of tough to hate the Texans from our standpoint because they are such a cool Cinderella story. They're the number two pick last year. Uh, now they're the number four seed in the AFC, hosting a home playoff game in one season's time. So I just – Working theory here, why why have the Texans been able to go from number two pick in the NFL draft uh, in 2023 to the number four seed in 2024? I think when you clean house and you bring in all new people, you bring about a different energy. And the one thing that you got when Nick Cassero, the general manager, hired D'Amico Ryan, everybody from within that building, people, former players, anybody that's been affiliated with that building, everybody rejoiced. Anybody from the outside world was just like, wow, they, got, they, they did the right thing. They got the right guy. And you've seen how he's galvanized that thing and how everybody has surrounded them. And I think on top of that, when you hit in the draft, C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson, their top two picks, who went two and three, those guys are being talked about in the conversation for both offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year, and they're both captains within their first year. And then a lot of the signings that Nick Cassero was able to do, it wasn't a ton of these big-name guys that – signed massive contracts. It was a Dalton Schultz that they were able to bring in, a Devin Singletary that they were able to bring in. And those guys have provided depth for them, have made plays for them. Jimmy Ward's injured right now, but his his what he was able to do for them. So I think that was the biggest thing. You bring in the right mix of veterans and you draft the right guys. Well, now you hit the ground running and you're able to do some things and, and really make things go. I mean, they traded for a guy like Shaq Mason from New England who's played in Super Bowls, won Super Bowls, and you mix all of that together with the right coaching staff, and that's what we're seeing. And to your point, not to go too long, but you mentioned Cinderella team of Houston. That's what's so fun about this matchup because a lot of people that if you're just a fan of football, you hate that the Texans and the Browns are playing in the first round of the playoffs because these are two teams that you want to just root for and hope that they're able to play in the end at the AFC Championship game because as much as the Texans have overcome with the Browns and Stefanski, I mean, you lose Chubb, you lose Deshaun Watson, you lose both your offensive tackles. To go through all of that and to still be here playing in the playoffs is tremendous respect to them. 
Jason, when you look at the coaching matchup in this game, you got a first-year coach in, in D'Amico Ryans and Kevin Stefanski, who's been coach of the year, maybe coach of the year again this year, we don't know. Who do you think has the coaching advantage? Oh, wow. Um, you're right. These are the top two candidates for me for coach of the year. Uh, it's so hard to say that the coaching advantage when you're not meeting, you don't know the game plan or anything of that nature. I'll say in this, when you talk about those two guys, they've both been tremendous head coaches. Obviously, Bobby Sloak and his first year for Houston coming in as their offensive coordinator. I'll give the advantage for Cleveland because uh, Jim Schwartz. What Jim Schwartz has been able to do, and he's come over in his first year in Cleveland last year. You're watching me like, this team on defense has a ton of talent, but for whatever reason, they haven't been able to put it together, giving up big plays, miscommunications, different things that transpired last season. And then Jim Schwartz gets there, and this has been the best defense in football. So I think he gives them an advantage, and he's a guy that a lot of people aren't mentioning as much as probably head coaching interviews, but what he's been able to do uh, coming over there in year one has been highly impressive. Jason, it's been interesting to hear people talk about the Browns because there's almost a plucky little upstart, oh, good for you. And it's not, I don't think it's condescending, although sometimes it's been, but almost like, well, you should just be happy to be where you are because of four quarterbacks, because of the injury to Nick Chubb, because the other injury that, you know, Miles Garrett had a, a shoulder injury in the second half of the season. Denzel Ward had a, a shoulder injury in the second half of the season. So I'm just curious, like, do you look at the Browns and say that they are a true AFC contender? at this Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This point. I do. Um, nobody wants to hear that. And people say that about the Browns. They say that about the Lions because it's been so long. There's all, all of the different things that you want to place on a team. And yeah, you can say all of those things about the Browns of everything they've gone through. They should be happy to be here. Any team that's in the playoffs, you should be happy to be there because I played 13 years in the league. And for the first 10 years of my career, I never sniffed the playoffs. So this is a blessing and it's an amazing opportunity and privilege to be able to have a postseason. But for the Browns, if I'm a player on that team, if I'm a fan in that city, I could care less about just being happy that we got there. We're there now. We have a quarterback that's playing amongst the best in the NFL. We have the best defense with the best defensive player in the NFL on our side of the ball. 
So why the hell will we not think that we can go out there and chase after a Super Bowl? We don't want to just get up to the doorstep and not walk in to our brand new house. So I think for the Browns and their fans, like, no, we want, we want to go all the way. And how, how amazing would it be in Vegas to have a Super Bowl with the Cleveland Browns and the Detroit Lions, two teams that have never been there before? Well, that'd be amazing. No doubt about that. Jason McCourty with us on the hotline. Jason, you know, obviously the news came, came down with Bill Belichick, uh, Parting ways, fired, whatever you want to call it. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but he's not going to be coaching for the Patriots anymore. But you played for him, and you played for other teams as well. Was there something Bill Belichick did that made him different than other coaches? Yeah, I think with Bill, he 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 was so consistent. And obviously you've heard so much things over the years, the Patriot way and all the different things that come along with being a New England Patriot. For me, I went there – I was in 2018. I was after the year I spent in Cleveland. And what I was fascinated by with Bill and that staff is you go there and you think that you're walking into like a military base and you're not going to be able to do anything. And the year I spent in Cleveland, I remember having to be at every meeting at least five minutes early because she wanted to start every meeting early. You had to wear brown shorts and a gray brown T-shirt to every single meeting. If you didn't, it was it would be an issue. I get to New England the next year. I remember my very first meeting all-season workouts. I'm sitting in the locker room, first meeting's at 8 o'clock, and it's 7.58, and the entire team is still sitting in the locker room laughing, joking. I look at my brother who was on the team with me, and I go, yo, uh, we, the meeting don't stop. He's like, oh, no, no, we're good. No one's late until 8.01. And everybody walks in the meeting at like 59.30 and just walking by and Bill's in the front. Hey, good morning. Welcome in. And I was so shocked because I thought, totally different of what it was going to be versus really, really what it really was. And with Bill, it was all about football, X's and O's. When we get between the white lines, do your job and execute well. If you can do that and you can play football, this is the place for you. All the other nonsense and different things that go on, what you wear at a meeting, if you have your hood on, I don't care about any of those things. You deal with that stuff on your own time. Once we clock in and it's time to play football, we're all here for the same goal. And I think sometimes with any team or any coach or anything, you can get caught up with a lot of those other things, and Bill never did. Emotion, totally out of it. It was all X's and O's. And for me at that point in my career, I really loved that and respected it because I didn't want to have a coach come in and asking me about, hey, how is this that? How are we going to win this game on Sunday? Is that the way? All right, let's do it. And that's what he was every single day. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. So with that, before we let you go, it is time for predictions. If you got one here and just remember you are on air in Cleveland, just if that will help. See, I got no predictions for you. We did it on our show today. And when you're calling the game, you can't be biased or have any prediction. You got to stay flat down the line. I go back and I lean on the fact that how we started this thing, most competitive game on Super Wildcard Weekend, Browns and Texans. I know I couldn't shake a professional. Uh, Jason, great stuff, buddy. Appreciate you. Enjoy the game. And who knows if this thing goes well this weekend, maybe at some point we get to hear you call uh, yet another game this, uh, this uh, playoffs for the Cleveland Browns. Sounds good. Thanks for having me anytime. Jason McCourty there on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Great stuff with him. we got to react to what he said about the Browns, their chances to win, and more on 92.3 The Fan. We just had Jason McCourty on. That was the other thing. I also completely disregard the fact we have a, a rejoin, and here's Jason McCourty on the Browns-Texans game. I'll give the advantage for Cleveland because uh, Jim Schwartz. 
what Jim Schwartz has been able to do. He's come over in his first year in Cleveland last year. You're watching me like this team on defense has a ton of talent, but for whatever reason, they haven't been able to put it together, giving up big plays, miscommunications, different things that transpired last season. And then Jim Schwartz gets there, and this has been the best defense in football. So I think he gives them an advantage, and he's a guy that a lot of people aren't mentioning as much as probably head coaching interviews, but what he's been able to do coming over there in year one has been highly impressive. Dustin, I have the utmost respect for D'Amico Ryans. I think he does have a chance to be a really special head coach. And I love when there's a coach with a connection to a town or to a team that has a chance to elevate them off of anything they've previously done. However, I think the one thing we haven't talked enough about is the experience advantage when it comes to coaches. You know, D'Amico Ryans has been in the playoffs as an assistant coach. It is completely different when your ass is, sits 18 inches to the left or the right, whether you're the second, you know, whether you're the DC, whether you're linebackers coach, and then to be the head coach. And not just that, but Bobby Slocan is his first year as a, a coordinator. Um, Matt Burke, who I think is their, Matt Burke, who is their uh, defensive coordinator. I think it's his first year as a defensive coordinator heading into the playoffs. Whereas with the Browns, Stefanski's won a playoff game before, and this is his second uh, you know, trip to the playoffs. You do have Jim Schwartz, who is coached in Super Bowls. You do have Jim Schwartz, who's been a head coach himself. You've got Bill Callahan, who's coached in Super Bowls and been a head coach himself. Alex Van Pelt, from his time as a player and as a coach, back with Green Bay. Like That is one area that I do think... Even if you think D'Amico Ryans and Bobby Slowick are on the level of just overall ability as coaches as Stefanski and Schwartz, which I don't necessarily think. I think they're very good. I just think this is where you prove it. But I think the experience factor from the coaching side is as huge as the player advantage of Joe Flacco, Miles Garrett, and all the guys who've been to the playoffs for the Browns. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, I, I think Stefanski you know, being here before and not just being in the playoffs before, even though he coached from his basement, he's still prepared for the game and he got the team there. Like this guy is, is coached through adversity. He knows how to, how to deal with, you know, tough situations. I do think the Browns have a huge advantage when it comes to, to coaches in this game. 216-474-0092. Where do you see the advantages with the Browns in this game? We're going to have more on that in a second. We do have Jason Pinkston coming up in just about 15 minutes here. Uh, Kalissa, welcome to the show. Hey, Nick and Dustin. Super hey, Bowl, Super Brown. That's such a so, good slogan. That, we should use that. That's a good slogan. I like that. I love it. Listen, can you imagine being seven, uh, Steven Stavansky right now? Like, he's going to wake up tomorrow. All of us in Cleveland, all around Ohio, we are looking at him to see what is he going to deliver? Is he going to get his players to execute? execute? I mean, can you just imagine being in his shoes right now? With all that being said, we do have the coaches, we do have the players, but could you imagine the weight when he puts his shoes on tomorrow, what he's dealing with when he walks out on that field? I love you guys. I love your show. Thank you for taking my call. Calissa, that Thank was you very for nice making of the you. call. Uh, I could not imagine being Steven Stefanski right now. Is that, no, like, is that relative? Nor could I be Kevin Stefanski right now. I just think those are... The so two guys I could not – now, I'll also say, though, I think this is kind of the advantage of Stefanski, right? Like, this is the moment where you, this is the, the advantage of Kevin's personality is that he's supposed to be the same guy every year. And I think it's fascinating because we have seen a little bit more emotion from him on the sidelines. 
And I don't know how much of that is is the impact of having Schwartz and Ventrone, guys who are a little bit more emotional and fired up. And I don't know how much of that is just I think Kevin might be getting more comfortable being the head coach and might feel more comfortable now that they've had and, – and, and this year they've been able to win in spite of everything and had two playoff trips in in four years. I think, I think, I think the Stefanski part of this is always – the more fascinating part. But I, I will say, I think if we said who has the coaching advantage, I think a lot of people would agree with Jason McCourty that people in Cleveland are going to give the advantage to you, the Cleveland Browns, because of Jim Schwartz. And not necessarily Stefanski, which I think is unfair to Kevin. But I think the other places, like I think there's one place where they have the potential advantage, and it's a quarterback spot. I think everywhere else, like if we go defense against defense, they're kind of a middle-of-the-road defense. They've got some nice young players, but they're, statistically, they're not one of the 10 best defenses in the NFL. You're the best, you know, the highest ranked defense in the NFL. The first time since I think the the late 50s for the Cleveland Browns to be the number one defense in the NFL. So I think defensively, you've got to win. I, I Honestly, even though the tackles for most of the year were a, a bit of a concern, I think given the way they played, uh, Jerron Christian and James Hudson, I, I think your offensive line, I think you've got the better offensive line because I think you have the ability to protect a guy like Joe Flacco, who even though they've moved him around a little bit, like you need to protect him more than you do Stroud to get the best out of him, and they've done that. I think weapons, I'll take what the Browns have because they've got Nico Collins and Dalton Schultz, but you've got... Amari, you've got Njoku, you've got Elijah Moore, you've got Jerome Ford. I do like Devin Singletary, but like I just that maybe that's where my confidence and excitement is going for this game. Is I just look at this and it's like, yeah, their advantage is they've got kind of a magical young quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over. You've got a magical older quarterback who does turn the ball over. That's where the the advantage goes. I'm still, I'm still like a little teetering on on the quarterback advantage thing, mm-hmm. because I think they got the talent, but I think we have the experience. I like that. I like the way you put that. When we talked earlier, it definitely felt like we we kind of agreed on, you know, that kid might have more just natural talent. Let's say, what you know, he's younger, um, he's more athletic. He really, I mean, he he's just kind of the thing that makes their engine go. Yeah, And I'm talking about just in totality. Like, the energy that his ability to score points and to, to get yardage, that informs the defense. And because he can sustain drives by himself with a very inconsistent running game, I think that's bailed out the defense to some degree. Yeah. And that and, and the fact that they can get after the quarterback. That's the other kind of amplifier. Um, but maybe that's the second thing that I might give to Houston is, well, they've got two really nice edge rushers, and if your tackles don't have a good day, that could be something that makes this game closer. But, like, coaching, I'm going to give it to the Browns because it's experience. Has has, has C.J. Stroud faced a pass rush like the Browns this season? I'm sure he has, but I don't think he's faced it consistently. Like, back it, and look at their schedule. Like, in fairness, I'm not, I feel like I'm going to bag the Texans now. Um, they don't have a lot of good wins. Yeah, you know, they don't I mean, have a lot they, of great. They faced wins. a pretty good pass rush last week mm-hmm. against the Colts. Yeah, what's his face? Um, oh God, who, who's the who's the one DN who was just in the backfield all day? Uh, no, um, 
His name escapes me. Yeah, you're putting me on the spot now. My brain is, I mean, is cramping this man? out on air. I am. Yeah. At least in the moment. Um, I'm looking at their schedule. Just trying to see like some of the good defenses they. But like they yeah. beat Pittsburgh, but it was early in the season when Pittsburgh was in the middle of their funk. Remember after beating the the Browns, the 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 Pitts, the Steelers went on a little schneid there. That's what, and they beat the Steelers like thirty to six in one of CJ's best starts early. Um, but like that's the that's the one, that's the one. And they didn't have Cam Hayward at the time as well. Pittsburgh didn't. So, yeah, I mean, I I, I don't think they've in in recent weeks outside of maybe the Colts with one pass rusher. I don't think they've seen a, a defense like this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.